0: This podcast was a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. Hello, everyone. I'm back with another set of guests, and I'm pleased to say that they have left their established career, established lifestyle to be in northeast and develop naughty lifestyle along with the culture and all of it Uh, so i would not waste any minute to introduce my today's guest founders of free folk dipika and abhishek dipika is originally coming from hyderabad and abhishek is from ilhabad which is now prayag raj but he was a journalist in mumbai so let's know what exactly happened why they shifted from the mainland India to Northeast India and what they are doing exactly. And I'm very very excited to present you this episode. So stay tuned till the end of it to understand what essentials you can do for Northeast and its people. So uh, Abhishek, Deepika, tell us about your startup initiative, who you are and what you do to our audience. So basically, we are a a travel
1: niche startup as it's called nowadays, Mm -hmm. and um, we focus on uh, sustainable tourism in the northeast of India. Uh, we basically started this uh, with a vision to promote uh, tourism in a sustainable manner and, uh, you know, help locals preserve their tradition, traditions and culture. Uh, we've done various uh, unique trips like Backpack with Mom, where we promoted uh, tra- moms traveling with kids. We've done uh, Im- impactful trips like uh, uh, adventure-based uh, Impact trips where we've gone to different villages, build libraries, and not only trek to that village but also give back to that uh, community. So, in in such we've uh, tried to create a community more than a startup uh, uh, to help all the locals and uh, people alike.
2: Yeah, like we we are based like free folk as our name suggests. So, mm. anyone traveling with us is a free folk. Um, we uh, extensively uh, find ourselves ra- uh, being a community uh, that promotes responsible uh, travel in um, unexplored regions to uh, challenge yourself. So basically when you're a free folk, you are not restricted by uh, any idea of uh, travel or tourism. Uh, you, you know you break the boundaries and uh, you, you don't have a restriction of what the roads are or what the network, Uh, kind of a thing is or uh, how much time will I take to reach or what the food is like or you know especially when you're traveling in northeast not to all be restricted by culture shocks as it's called Mm -hmm. uh, but rather explore it so we work to quench uh, your thirst for your niche and find yourself as a traveler Um, and we try and help you somewhere down the line to identify and explore the traveler within uh, that you have Uh, So, yeah, I guess that's, that's what uh, we do. Um, And uh, we do this uh, right now. We are based, uh, we are only focusing in Northeast. Uh, We do have certain plans to extend it to other regions as well uh but yeah we'll see how time goes we are very uh hmm. Northeast right now
0: it's yeah. become home to us <laughs> <laughs> absolutely i i relate to that feeling but tell me dipika abhishek uh we have heard about a lot of sustainable um business ideas in recent times but when you say sustainable traveling how do you define yeah. that what is this term about
2: so, right uh so as you said like sustainable uh, is a word which uh I mean, luckily has found its place a lot in our lifestyle today. Mm. Uh, But the problem lies that to understand what actually uh, sustainable living or traveling sustainable as in our case means. So uh, the first point, what we, we, we always found ourselves like, how can we make our travel sustainable by breaking it down to certain uh, ethos of traveling Mm. where the first important basic point is to how to not just travel for selfish needs, but to travel uh, to give back to the community so mm. what we do try is to have uh, the locals uh, where the places you are visiting benefit from the travel and by this i do not mean just the homestays i mean uh, the whole ecosystem of the place where the young people uh, who find it easy to trek uh, possibly you know engage them and train them to become good uh, nature trekking guides uh, mm. in northeast Uh, we've identified certain people where uh, they used to be uh, previous times they used to be hunters. Now we are trying to uh, take them and tell them because they're good at identifying birds Mm -hmm. and animals. Mm -hmm. So how to take them and train them and make it a continuous flow of uh, income for them as well by guiding, by being a bird guide Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, guides in the forest because Mm -hmm. it requires the same skill. Uh, That also promotes them uh, conserving uh, their ecosystem and their forest and their community and culture. So uh, by sustainable, we mean is not to bring in uh, a lot of, you know, as we call it, like outside dirt uh, inside uh, the local community, but rather come and learn from it and then go back. So another aspect is we try to reduce completely uh, the bad sides of traveling that is like, you know, creating a lot of uh, waste which is plastic waste single uh, use plastic uh, etc to mindfully we also give gifts uh, sustainable gifts to our travelers on every uh, trip for them to go back and uh, have a you know continue a sustainable lifestyle Mm. so yeah
1: and these products are locally sourced from different parts of uh, northeast and we try to you know uh, help and promote the startups who are trying to get into this uh, Mm -hmm. industry as well so in that sense, we are trying to, uh, you know, do all of these things so that we can promote it in a better way.
0: And that's beautiful. You know, Abhishek, Dipika. before moving to the main content, I am very, yeah. very excited to know your journey, how you guys started, because as you told me, you are from different parts of India. You are not a local of uh, Northeast India. So how you both met <laughs> yeah. and how this Free Folk Raw happened and why Northeast India, I mean, in when i talk about when i see a wider range of picture uh, i'm talking about the mainland india right uh so i mm-hmm. don't see many people investing their time and energy into northeast india to create a startup yes. uh, because making a startup is again a very big thing um, you have to do a lot of uh, exercise and there's so much of potential which you have to put into that to begin a a uh, startup in a place like northeast where you know that you won't you won't find the correct amount of investment probably so how yeah. and why is my question
2: so answering uh, your first question as to where we came and how we landed up in northeast um i uh, come from uttar pradesh uh, i was born and brought up uh, in a city called chansi which is on the border of madhya pradesh and uttar mm-hmm. pradesh um, you know, for me, uh, I guess it was always uh, something, there was always something to explore. Like as a, since I was a kid, I was always uh, in an environment at my home as well to go out and explore a lot more and not be bound by a certain, uh, you know, societal uh, way of living, as you say. Mm-hmm. So I was very lucky in that sense. And uh, same way with Deepika also, where uh, she comes from uh, Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did her um...
1: law in uh, law from Pune and yeah. basically my family also belongs to different parts of India. So I have grown up uh, traveling to various parts of India and uh, family also was very much into traveling. So got that habit from them. And uh, yeah, so during my law, while I was studying law, I came to the Northeast. I visited Arunachal. That was the first place I visited and uh, I fell in love with the place. Um, And uh, since then, I decided that after I'm, I'm done with my law, I'm definitely going to do something here. I'm going to come here and settle down. So, uh, the best thing was that, you know, travel being my passion, I was able to uh, work on it and, you know, um, focus on that so that I can work here and travel here and actually stay here in the Northeast.
2: And f- and for me, like traveling was always a part-time life. It was like, for me, I was in Bombay. I was working as a journalist. I did my college from there as well. So okay. uh, for two years, I was working in uh, corporates uh, for six months. And then I would just quit and mm-hmm. save up like a lot and travel for six months solo. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was like, uh, there were two kind of Abhisheks living inside me. Uh, where um, one was always wanting to travel, the other was mm. like, you know, uh, kind of working in corporates and making up uh, my financial backing to travel. But then I, I took this step because I was not finding myself mm. in that setup mm. in, in, in a city like, uh, you know, of course, I love Bombay, but uh, mm. in, in a city setup, basically. And yeah, I, I had a lot of friends uh, in my college, because Bombay is, uh, you know, so diverse in terms of people living over there so i had a lot of friends in northeast i stayed in himachal for uh, almost like half a year before this then i came i mm. ended up coming over here just to travel and as she said it's such a beautiful place and lovely people and so much mm. diversity and so much to explore over here mm. i couldn't look back any further we, we absolutely
3: started, uh, mm.
2: yeah we set absolutely. up over here yeah mm. so the 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 startup uh, the question coming to startup uh, yes it is it is something difficult, but I think both of us are uh, people who, you know, we we love challenges. We 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 like to, and plus on top of that, we like what we are doing. So even if there's some kind of a problem, uh, it doesn't become a challenge as per se. Uh, for us, it becomes more like, hey, how can we, uh, you know, get a solution for this? So. Uh, we are blessed that we met each other. Uh, we are very like-minded, and uh, mm-hmm. yes, there are problems with investment and things like that. A lot of uh, we faced a lot in uh, lockdown. We were like stranded completely without a house, etc. And mm-hmm. yeah, there mm-hmm. were there were uh, because we started in 2020 in Jan, and then suddenly COVID hit. And as you know, no one was prepared for it. Right. and uh, So we 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 faced a lot of issues. Yes, investment-wise as well. But we. Precisely don't look at uh, our startup as something that we want to uh, mm. expand financially that much because we, mm.
3: uh,
2: our main thrill for our work comes from experience. Mm-hmm. So we want to expand on that basis. And for that, I don't think, yes, finances are important, but I think uh, that is not the only thing that we need.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, we, we need a lot of passion, which uh, we, uh, you know, we are blessed to have what mm. we are doing. So yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's exciting. Yeah, absolutely so this, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know Deepika I'm sorry to say but I have a lot of common grounds with Abhishek right now because he's coming <laughs> from UP he's a journalism he has a journalism background so I'm so I have so uh, you know uh, Abhishek Deepika there's this thing uh, which just dragged my mind um, where are these people of northeast welcoming to you with this proposal of a new startup initiative where you are actually talking about the uh, travel exposure a lot of people to come to you are wanting people to come to uh, visit northeast so the tribals and all these people were welcoming to you were there any kind of uh, cultural dilemma where you do not know the common grounds to discuss about Like, you don't know the language of that place, you have no idea about the uh, culture they hold, because in Northeast India, there are 200 uh, tribes, right? Right. So how did you came across this? And what were the initial uh, difficulties you faced? okay so Praveena, actually we uh, since we mentioned
1: before we've been here since the last uh, 4 years now okay. so initially when we came we we tried to spend as much time with uh, different pa- in different parts of the northeast with different locals mm-hmm. uh, try to understand their culture uh, you know we we created like this friendly mm-hmm. bond between us uh, which made them comfortable with us as well and uh, after that uh, that's when you know we started uh, working on the company as well uh and um yeah it, it, shaped, it just uh, happened yeah. like
2: it was not something that like we planned or something because as mm-hmm. as she mentioned like yeah, we are travelers. We, we we're so just
1: travelers so we yeah.
2: we went around and the people are so warm the uh people of northeast as you mentioned they are right. like the diversity in this region is such mm. uh that uh you you go to a place and uh, I know there's a stigma involved, uh, which yeah. is with a lot of things in this uh, country, We will talk
0: uh, about so, that, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, but but uh, for us, it was like, uh, I, I could, rather I can uh, share an incident with you as well. I was traveling mm-hmm. in Mizoram uh, mm. and this is the first time I'm going to Mizoram. And okay. uh, I was there for a good uh, month, month and a half of sort. And mm. this was back in 2019, if I'm not wrong. Um, so I went uh, to then I was solo backpacking I had no plans okay. of where I'm going to stay, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do and that's how we usually travel, uh, we do mm-hmm. not have like uh, return tickets etc booked and all we just go to travel and so I went to the eastern side of Mizoram which is like far within than Champai mm-hmm. district um, mm-hmm. I travelled for like a day to reach there taking all public transports and not knowing where I land up so I, I uh, I found myself in these far off villages, which are close to uh, the Burma, Myanmar border. Okay. Um, hmm. And, and uh, I was I reached there, and uh, you know I was surprised because of course there was a language problem, a communication hmm. problem in hmm. terms of the language we spoke. Hmm. Uh, but uh, the people were so warm to me. They told me that I'm in few villages. They were like, "We've never seen like what are you doing over here? Like <laughs> we've <laughs> never seen." Someone from mm. outside traveling over here, like why you, yeah. why why do you have to like you know come over here and what do you gain from it? So
3: mm.
2: I was hosted in couches of uh, of small houses in the villages. Mm-hmm. I re- I went to a village in the night. I took a public transport, and I was left in a village. Uh, mm. I was I was dropped by the sumo because I got to know that there are some nice places that I can visit in uh, that village, mm-hmm. and I reached around eight. Uh, if I'm not wrong you know okay. nighttime mm-hmm. so uh, you have to realize that in northeast it, it's the time difference is a big deal which we be yeah. always we be mentioning later on like mm-hmm. uh, but, but what what happened is I was strand, kind of stranded because there was no one so there's this just solar light uh, post and mm-hmm. there's no one around mm-hmm. and uh, I can just see kids possibly going in a few females mm-hmm. so this was very strange because uh i you know a village still is. there is a sort of uh, you know commu- like traction happening with people but this was mm-hmm. completely silent and luckily this kid who was quite intrigued by uh the way i was like and mm-hmm. he came and he asked me like what's up because he knew english he was studying so yeah he, he told me that okay i can i'll take you to my home you come to my home so i mm. went to his home and he spoke to his mom his mom also knew english luckily and they were like mm-hmm. okay yeah we'll host you and mm-hmm. uh, mind you every place i went uh, mm. in these villages no one took a single penny from me uh, to host me that and is so beautiful their, yeah they treated me like mm. their family member gave me their mm. food took me around etc etc and uh, so i i landed up in this place and then I ate dinner with them and I slept Mm. but I could sense there's some sort of uh, there was something not right because uh, I could not see any male Mm -hmm. uh, in the house as well (laughs) so Mm. next day morning I woke up and Mm. I asked them that you know I wanted to go to these places Mm. if someone can so I got to know that someone from the village had actually uh, passed away okay uh, and uh, he actually drowned in the river Mm. Uh, he was going to fish or something and he drowned so it's it's a thing where the whole uh, all the men from the village had gone to find the body uh, okay so so that's why the whole atmosphere was so tense mm. and I was like okay so she said that see we we have people who can take you but everyone's so busy so I was like it's okay but then within 15 minutes uh, she mm. came up and she said hey my uh, you know my uh, one of my neighbors will take you and this mm. lady took me around for like three mm. four hours we were trekking hiking in, like, sun, the other moment it's raining, yeah. I'm sharing an umbrella. I'm, like, completely,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, uh, taken away. In beautiful places, we trekked. Some communication mm-hmm. not ha- happening, but kind of happening. And then we came back. And then mm-hmm. I could hear bell ringing in the ch- church. And I see mm-hmm. a lot of sumos. Suddenly, the whole view changed. And there's right. a lot of sumos going, etc. Mm-hmm. And I see now uh, men in the village. So mm-hmm. I go back. And then I... Uh, asked the lady like you mm. know is everything all right like everyone's back so like yeah they found the body and he's unfortunately dead because they were hoping mm. that maybe he's alive somewhere but so I was like okay and then I'm sitting on the dining table and I see mm. my neighbor the, the neighbor who took me the lady mm. she was also sitting next to me mm. and I could see her she was crying and I I couldn't understand so I started trying to like have a conversation like what we did mm. and uh so, so, just when I was trying to do that, the kid told me that the person who died is his brother. Oh, And uh, I was just, that was a moment where it, I was just taken aback. I was feeling subconsciously, subconsciously so guilty that while right, she didn't right. know if her brother was alive mm. or not, she mm. was actually taking me around, laughing around with me. And I mean, I asked the lady, the mother uh, of the kid, Uh, because like why did she take me like I feel so bad like you know she should have waited and this is so sensitive and she said you know what in our culture uh, when you have a guest you take care of them like a family so for Mm -hmm. this is she did not do it for herself she did it for what MISO stands for so the warmth and hospitality was redefined for me right Mm -hmm. over there. Of course Um,
0: you know Abhishek there is a very wrong narrative set about the people of northeast that uh, they're very much uncivilized they don't know how to you know treat the guests from the mainland India or the yeah. uh, people from Nor- uh, from yeah. other parts of uh, India so th- there's a very wrong yes. narrative set by the I don't know from where this narrative has gone to these people yes. but yes for these reasons you know there is a very small scale of uh, tourism happening in Northeast yes. India. On the other side, yes. as you know, Northeast is always reciprocated to the term of environment beauty. Right. So,
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: and uh, I'm, I'm like, to my, I always feel that people are going to bike hiking and all of the those tripping mm-hmm. to Ladakh. You know, Leh Ladakh yes. is a place which has uh, political issues. Still, people love Mm. going to those places. Then why not Mm. Northeast India when we have, we we do have a lot of places in Manipur, Meghalaya, Nagaland, where, you know, Mm. you can explore, you can do uh, bike rides, you can go hiking, you can do a lot of things. But uh, to my, I don't know, uh, it's like a surprise to me why people don't Mm. prefer, Mm. like, it's not even in the preference of their to-do list or traveling list Mm. where Northeast stands. So. Uh, this story which you shared, I'm sure that uh, the perception of my audience, uh, the perception of my listeners will definitely change the narrative how people see Northeast India, because when uh, people from the, these, you know, you, you are coming from you, Deepika, you are coming from uh, Hyderabad and uh, the North side of India, so I'm sh- sure that they will get to know something about that. Now moving for further, oh. uh, I wanted to mm-hmm. know some very strict questions. Um, contrary to the reality, the image of Northeast, as we were talking about, uh, Northeastern states is thought to be that as mostly tribal with no modern aid services, right? So how do you hmm. think we can change it to a image that Northeast deserves? Because people don't generally think that we. We do uh, provide these kind of services, or we are developed in any source.
2: Right, right. So, uh, I'm glad that you asked this question mm-hmm. because uh, my problem, like our problem, is with the question itself. Like when, when people say uh, that Northeast is all tribal, mm. what is it that we perceive tribal as? Uh, that is where the problem we feel lies. Uh, Tribal uh, is not something that is, uh, you know, where you get an image of people living in jungles, in on trees and wearing leaves and hiding Hmm. to hunt. And, uh, you know, uh, sadly, like to come out and like perform a very uh, obnoxious sort of dance of sort and etc. You know, these are the things that we relate to the word uh, tribal actually uh, northeast yes northeast is tribal but uh, tribal is a very is is they wear it like a pride like a, like a badge of honor mm. because uh, to be tribal gives you so much to learn and preserve your culture and to also at the same time uh, preserve your ecosystem so mm. being community driven is tribal uh, is tribal being uh, eco friendly uh, conserving the forest conserving the wildlife Uh, opting out for more uh, natural form of remedies and Mm -hmm. food and organic uh, lifestyle and sustainable lifestyle as we call it is being tribal Uh, so we feel that uh, being tribal is actually uh, yes, Northeast is tribal being tribal Mm -hmm. is the USP of Northeast and that makes it so different than the uh, you know, the fake life, the city life that people live in Mm -hmm. outside Uh, So I feel that is uh, something that uh, we need to change our perspective towards the word tribal. Mm. Um, And of course, in um, addition
1: to that, uh, I feel we feel like, uh, you know, the it should the concept and the perspective should change from the from the root level, grassroot level. mm -hmm. Uh, For example, uh, we started this project called "Patshala on Wheels," where we are encouraging different schools from all over the country to come and learn about the Northeast. Because what you learn in the textbook, I mean, at least when I was a kid, I barely learned anything about the Northeast uh, Mm -hmm. through my
3: textbook.
1: But um, the concept here is to actually get the students uh, from like younger age age group to come and actually see what Northeast is, imbibe in their culture, interact with locals, not just learn in on textbook, but learn beyond that. And, uh, you know, surprisingly, a lot of schools have been uh, very, uh, uh, you know, uh, they, they really want to do this and they are actually focusing on this alternative form of
3: uh, teaching.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like more experiential form of gaining knowledge right. and perspective for kids, right? So mm-hmm. that whole mm-hmm. curriculum that is in the books right now these days, uh, needs to sort of give weightage to not only uh, have information and knowledge about northeast in the books where it's written but also in terms of getting experiential knowledge coming in with so that, that that's the main reason that we started this project where mm-hmm. we call it patshalon wheels where you where you travel and you learn so kids not only come and enjoy like the well, let's say the falls and mm-hmm. the boating uh, the on transparent waters and like kayaking or etc, camping etc, but mm-hmm. uh, they also interact with the local kids, they also come to know about the mm-hmm. culture. So it's not like how like sad that when I was I would say like I was in a good reputed public school, which mm-hmm. one of mm-hmm. one of one of the years we had a and this is pretty common in India, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. one, one, of the, uh, one of the annual functions, we were performing dances from different, different states. And uh, I remember the Naga dance was just kids wearing leaves and and I just came like that hits me till date because mm-hmm. at that time a kid doesn't know what it is because right. the teacher also doesn't know what it is. Mm. Um, and the choreographer of the dance didn't know what Naga dance is. If you come to Nagaland and you see, yes, yeah. it's a tribal dance. It's a very but different not form. Yeah. Yes, it's so mm. colorful. It has yeah, got yeah. so many meanings attached mm, to vibrant.
3: it. Yeah, and yeah. different
2: for different tribes. If not just Nagaland, but yeah. for all mm. the states in Northeast, it is nowhere close to how we see it as.
3: Exactly. So I feel
2: mm. that whole perspective of um, Northeast being tribal. Mm. Should change. Northeast is not mm. tribal. That's wrong. Northeast mm. is tribal. Mm. Tribal stands mm. for something that you would want your kids to know and crave mm. for.
0: Yeah, you know that's a very good uh, point which you raised that in India we learn uh, like from the grassroots level as you were saying we learn about the culture the history of a lot of states like south india north india Hmm, hmm, but we are hmm, not hmm. taught about the states of northeast india like who knows Hmm. about the capital of uh, nagaland who knows (laughs) just go on the streets of uh, gurgaon or delhi ask people do you know the nagal uh, the capital of nagaland I am pretty mm-hmm. sure sixty of them, sixty percent of them won't know. more than that, I mm-hmm. think. I'm super sure about that. Yeah. So
2: And, and uh, we want that this mm-hmm. this whole knowledge uh, shouldn't just be restricted to the capitals. Yeah. It
3: Absolutely. should be
2: something mm-hmm. more like how, how you know that uh, in a state of Kerala, you have uh, mm-hmm. you know you know five, six things at least mm-hmm. about the place. Uh, But when you talk about Northeast, it's just put into this one category, whereas Mm. it is the most diverse part of this country, you will be finding different Mm. food to language to culture Mm. to to tribes to geography you name it so mm. when you talk about uh, why it's important we also feel like india mm.
0: Uh, mm. boasts
2: itself on diversity northeast mm. is the biggest badge of honor that india of can course have
0: when of. i you know abhishek when i say mainland india then northeast india it puts me in a lot of contrary that why do i have to give this narration of mainland india right. northeast india right. comes in mainland india it's a part right. of India. There is no such yeah. division. But to make people understand is so difficult. And th- there's this division which has come. So whenever I go and speak about like this, I don't know. It's just very contrary for me having a channel on Northeast India, say like this, you know. Right. But on the other right. side, uh, like you were saying about the services, uh, partial on the wheels, then uh, the tracking with the mom, uh, uh, Deepika, tell me more about the other services you people are having in your uh, Free Folk Raw.
2: It's, it's actually uh, called Free, Free Folk. Folk. Yeah. Okay. Free okay. Folk uh, uh, Raw is something that she's Free Folk D because okay. Free Folk That's Folk our government. individual names yeah. that
3: we've tagged okay.
1: ourselves as.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, Free Folk is the name of our company. Okay. And uh, yeah, the other services, I mean, we do help uh, people curate and personalize their ex- experiences. Mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah if there's someone who has a particular way of traveling we cater to that
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, in addition to that we also try to uh, add on to experiences which are beyond the destination as that that is our main vision like uh, mm-hmm. for example we did this trip with um, uh, Fiki Flow from uh, Delhi uh, so they, they they just came for like a few days to Meghalaya just, you know, to relax. But we we, we included uh, performances by local bands. We included uh, uh, a pottery show from uh, by villagers from a far-off place in Meghalaya, one of the mm. villages. You know, they, I mean, it, they didn't have to personally go there, but we got okay. this all to where they were. You know? Because
2: they were restricted on time. Yeah. So right, we, right, right. For, for us, it's more mm. like getting the whole uh, experience. experience and we have niche mm. travels. Yeah, okay. we have niche travel. Mm. So if, if uh, like, for example, I'll, like, mm. uh, for us, examples define the best. Mm. So you see other, yeah. uh, possibly, uh, the idea of traveling for uh, right now in India mm. is come for six days and five nights to a place yeah. and experience mm. uh, uh, a, a, B, C things, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That is how uh, travel is going, uh, sadly, I feel, in India. Rather than mm. for us, it's more like, hey, uh, do you want to come and know the state? Uh, mm-hmm. Is the question. If you are bound on time, we completely understand. That's fine. But what we are going to do is, we are just not going to tell you that. Hey, you come and you uh, cycle on the mountains with us. Uh, we will always, even if you are an adventure freak, we will give you your whole uh, idea of travels and everything in terms of getting your adventure portion to a next level. But we will always have the culture involved where you will be sitting by the bonfire mm. uh, with, the, with the tribals of the village and talking about, you know, sharing a glass of local brew mm-hmm. of sorts around the bonfire and talking about uh, your life and exchanging. So that is a very big part of our travels. Uh, we, we always make sure that you're traveling to experience uh, the, the whole idea of the place and not just one place mm-hmm. like okay i'm going to manali for example mm-hmm. i'm gonna ski over there no mm-hmm. you, you you go to you come to Meghalaya. you understand what what the tribes are you understand what khasi mm-hmm. is how is it different from the other tribe what do they eat uh, mm-hmm. eat with them share the stories with them
3: mm-hmm. and yeah
2: that's that's what we try to do we try to customize uh, experiences as well mm-hmm. in projects we're also looking at projects where we want to take people to uh, Uh, different because there are a lot of uh is a lot of possibility of birdings in northeast so Mm -hmm. take people to different sites to have birding experiences so niche different experiences but it doesn't mean that you're just going to be birding it doesn't mean you're Mm -hmm. just going to be doing an adventure thing it doesn't mean that you're just going to be kayaking or uh, Mm -hmm. you know uh, caving it it Mm -hmm. means that you will be doing that Mm -hmm. but you will always walk out of that place knowing the place and the people even better.
0: Mm -hmm. Of course. um, You know, Abhishek, Dipika, we, we are talking about Northeast India, how the projection of Northeast India is. But tell me something, when you proposed the idea of staying in Northeast, having a startup uh, in Northeast yeah. India, when you already had an established career in other parts of uh, of India, uh, what was the reaction which you got from your family? <laughs> because the first thing, uh, <laughs> the reaction which comes is from your family, right? So what was the reaction like from your family? and friends
2: so uh,
1: for me basically uh considering i'm a girl especially yeah <laughs> uh, my parents were hesitant uh, mm. but uh, they always believed in what i've all uh, i've wanted to do and they mm. my father being a lawyer himself knew that you know my passion lies in this and uh, they themselves uh they have traveled in the northeast okay so and they really loved it the first time mm-hmm. they visited Mm. Uh, even the welcome they got from the locals or Mm. even the people from over here in Assam, they -hmm. had a very enriching experience. Uh, Even uh, we had gone to the tea estates in Upper Assam as well and Mm -hmm. they were treated really well. And, Mm. you know, the hospitality here was brilliant. Mm. So uh, coming here and experiencing all of that, they really felt like, you know, it was one of the safest places they could Mm. send their daughter to. So Mm. in that sense, it was not very difficult to convince them and they, they are really happy that I chose this place now uh, after these many years mm. and they also wish to come here and uh, settle down someday. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah they mm. really love uh, northeast as well mm. so yeah it was it was initially difficult friends were friends thought I was just escaping to some place and you know not wanting mm. to come back mm. to um, the city life but that was not it you know here this is a mixture of everything you have the city yeah. you have um, you you know in in a in a two hours time frame you can go to a different terrain altogether. There's so much to experience here in the northeast. Mm. And keeping mm. the base here uh, in Assam was also very uh, beneficial to us as a company as well as mm. Um, mm. Uh, as travelers. You and, know the uh, Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. You know yeah. before go ahead, go ahead. before uh, before before uh, going to Abhishek, I'll just uh, yeah. share a very small uh, story. Uh, there was this friend of mine who was traveling to a uh, Silchar. Okay. Uh, okay to meet me um, from Hyderabad and when his friends got to know that he's traveling for this vacation then uh, they were like Ari, why are you traveling you don't know alpha will take you they will kidnap you and all <laughs> I was like you know it doesn't happen like this it is not so so to give them a kind of image because they already have Notioned image of how naughty is probably there's a lot of um, alpha there's a lot of terror with the uncivilized people yeah. who probably yeah. eats human as well That's to give them
3: I am sure.
0: I am sure because we all are from the main like the not from Northeast India. So it is very yeah. difficult to explain other people who are actually living in different parts of uh, India and not from Northeast India and has no idea what Northeast India actually is. is really, really difficult. So now coming to Abhishek, you, how was it yeah. to explain a family from UP? Because I understand how UP background <laughs> is. So how is yeah. it to explain your mm-hmm. parents' parents' uh, why are you wanting to quit your journalism? Khasa, uh, why would you or anybody want to do that? And what was it like for your family to, you know, just to gulp it. Okay, fine, my son is going.
2: Right. Uh, I'm sorry, but Thoda, I will disappoint you and the (laughs) listeners because uh, for me, I guess I find myself very fortunate uh, Mm. to be born in the family where I have never been asked to hold back anything. Even Mm. if I fall, Mm. Uh, they have always been like, go and explore. Mm. Uh, Do what you want to in life. Uh, So if you feel happiness somewhere, uh, do what you want to do if that happiness was in bombay or tomorrow will be what is now in northeast and tomorrow will be somewhere else it's okay um, in fact i uh, when i told because my parents knew because you know i was traveling a lot mm-hmm. while working as well uh, so they knew that you know uh thoda, iska ultra type ka hai. To, that was that they always knew that he's he's not a regular kid who uh, you know they can uh, or the society can expect from to be in a certain way so mm-hmm. when when I actually was in Himachal actually there were so many instances where I was traveling I couldn't speak because no network sometimes etc etc yeah, yeah. and I hardly use my phone so mm-hmm. uh, they they knew that the kind of lifestyle that I like and I was living it was not like I was unhappy so when I, when I decided to leave Bombay and uh, I went to Himachal and after that, when I came back, I had this realization from my stay in Himachal that this is something that I want to do. This gives me happiness. And it took for me because I was not scared how my parents would react, but I was rather more scared because they are living in a society. You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you have certain expectations uh, from your kids in the society as well. Like oh, the basic line of what you are Kind mm-hmm. of a thing, right? Mm-hmm. So even my relatives, I mean, they were all pissed and they were telling my parents, kya hai? Kitna, uh, de rahe ho? Mm-hmm. So I remember talking to my parents one night and mm-hmm. I told them that, see, this is, I actually made a small uh, presentation of sort, if okay, say, um, which I showed them. Mm. And I was like, see, this is where I have gone. This is what I have. And I always used to share, but this was something special. And I told them that this is what I want to do. I want to go to Northeast and I I will be working somewhere which will be paying me six times less. Mm. Uh, And, uh, you know, I will be staying definitely in a place which is completely unknown, etc. But I will be taking people around to explore this place. And I feel uh, I want to do that for people to travel and experience mm, possibly, mm. you know, um, and know how good traveling is. And
3: mm.
2: I told my, I remember this very, 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 uh, uh, as if it happened yesterday that my, mm. I told my dad, I, I told my dad that, see, aapko, you, people will tell you that mm. um. Aapka beta kya kar and it might be difficult for you to explain them and mm. uh, you know, don't, don't feel sad if you say that my b- b- son has become a guide. Uh, so, because mm. you know how uh, it is. So my I remember this, my dad told me, he was like, do you know what the meaning of a guide is? And mm-hmm. uh, I said, yeah, person who guides people to places. or whatever. He's like, never take that as an insult. It is, right. um, it is, is something really really good if you do that so do not worry about i've worked in cafes and all uh, before mm-hmm. like part time when i was traveling so f- for 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 me and my family the idea of any job or any kind of work whatever you are doing mm. um, or anything that you're doing is not big and small or a place where you're living. So I was very fortunate that way. Mm-hmm. Still, my my relatives are behind my parents possibly, but <laughs> I guess they handled them well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but yeah, it was it nothing fancy about. Uh, I had mm-hmm. to convince them, and so much hardships that mm-hmm. I had to go through. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was good uh, that I'm um, here right now, and I didn't mm-hmm. have to face all that. Although mm-hmm. I know it could be very very difficult.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Abhishek, Deepika, uh, knowing these stories, I am happy to know that your family was so, so, uh, you know, accepting towards this idea. But when you say uh, uh, to the to people traveling to northeast india to come to travel to northeast india because you are targeting people outside northeast india to come to northeast india right you're promoting uh, yeah. tourism yeah. in yeah. northeast yeah. india how do you convince yeah. these people because they already have a very wrong image set they have a very wrong like i shared the story of my friend uh, and a lot of I'm super sure that you must have come across a lot of such stories where people must have been asking you about the culture, the, the uh, uncivilized people, the alpha, and all of these kind of uh, stories they, or, since they have this in their mind. So how do you convince them? How do you throw the image? What is your marketing strategy for them? How do you pitch to them, basically?
2: So, uh, So so...
0: Praveena, you know,
1: initially, like when we started off, a lot of uh, girls wanted to travel, you know, like considering I've Mm. come from outside, uh, (laughs) a lot of people in my friend circle and, you know, their friend circle, that's Mm. how the word spread. And they realize, okay, if I can coming from outside, live in in Northeast, why not come and travel? So there have been a lot of cases where, um, you know, girls have called me saying, you know, I really want to travel, but my parents are not allowing me. Uh, how mm-hmm. do I go about this? And I have personally spoken to so many parents and families saying that, uh, give telling them my story, telling them how I've traveled, telling them how I live here and how, you know, you mm-hmm. know, we we'll, we'll make sure your daughter is safe. You don't have to worry about anything. Everyone here is like family. Um, everyone will be uh, very hospitable towards her and there's going to be no issue.
3: Not just mm-hmm. girls,
1: but, you know, a lot of... Uh, youngsters have uh, yeah. faced this issue as well like boys as well like uh so we've spoken i mean yeah. i've personally spoken to a lot of families and a few mm-hmm. of them
2: have surprisingly ended up coming again with their families as well yeah friends.
1: like when they've come solo then they've brought their families and you know they they have a different perspective now that they've visited northeast mm-hmm. so i guess through tourism we are trying to spread the word uh that it is safe to come and travel here it is it is completely different from what you perceive it to be um so, yeah, Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, for, for us, we've, we've faced a lot of... Uh, and it's... I mean, we don't blame the people as well because mm-hmm. they... Uh, of course, as you mentioned, there's a notion. Uh, mm. But, you know, honestly, the kind of uh, travels that we do, uh, now with time, I guess it's opening up. People are more willing to experience the unexplored and unknown and not tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we always believe that we don't do tourism we do travels so Mm -hmm. so that uh, with time of course it's catching up where people are feeling more and more safe it was definitely less now like it's less of the hassle to convince Mm -hmm. someone most often than not now people are asking us we want Mm -hmm. to come for months like can you can you tell us Uh, so that's also something that we are doing where we are Hosting people for uh, months, and we tell them, you know, we give them places, and we mm, uh, help mm. them plan how, what exactly they want. They want to stay in villages, mm. uh, go from one place to the other, form a base, etc. Mm-hmm. So, work from home has now become a culture. So that is also on the go. Uh, so, okay. yeah, uh, it it used to be a problem, but now, um, yes, of course, somewhere down the line, it still is. But as as you as we we told you, like we've had kids coming now. Yeah, uh, willingly mm-hmm. uh, approaching schools are approaching, and
3: of it's, it's good mm-hmm.
2: that 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 whole notion is changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's not that uh, difficult now, yeah. uh, because uh, people want. Yeah, luckily, yeah, luckily, luckily it's not <laughs> how it was like, yeah. three years mm-hmm. back or, um, the yeah. other
1: day you got, you remember you got a call from someone saying, you know, I've, I've changed my perspective about travel. Yes,
2: mm-hmm. uh, this was, this was mm. something where uh, we, I traveled with this uh, lady, uh, she came mm. to Northeast and uh, I was with her uh, and uh, we we went around to Meghalaya and I think this was in back in 2019, no, 18, not really, not, don't remember 2018 or okay. 2019. Mm and uh, we are still in touch uh, and mm. uh, she she lives in bombay and uh, she we were just having a conversation a few days back mm-hmm. and she was telling me like you know that uh, traveling over there with you changed like so much of the perspective not only towards a place but about traveling uh, and now she has been traveling all around the country and even abroad where she was she told she told me she was like i was very skeptical about it but yeah, mm. this is a common thing for us. People they, when they when they when they're on call, they're very skeptical about everything. You should see them after the first night. Yeah, mm. <laughs> they, they all become. I am like, sure you know, about that. Sad while leaving, and yeah. they are like, "Why? Mm. When we, we'll mm. come again?" And we've had a lot of people who've come back again. Or, in fact, they've liked it so much to the same places. Yeah, uh, mm. Ari, you have, know,
0: Abhishek the uh, I have spent half of my childhood in northeast india okay oh, wow. uh, but still when i i have been going to uh, up and all these states i've also went to yeah. hyderabad i was working with a, a newspaper in hyderabad uh, lately so uh, yeah. but still you know that uh, it, there's something which northeast calls for you know uh, you always feels feel connected like going to a lot of these places i am in gurgaon right now but still the Peace is lacking somewhere, you know, and even uh, to my hometown, which is UP. I can't stay uh, like I can't think of uh, imagining myself spending whole of my lifetime in that place. I don't know why. Maybe because there's a very open culture in Northeast India. As a woman, I feel very safe. I have done shows till 2 a.m. in the morning. And trust me, I've returned alone To uh, at my place and I've never came across any drunk guy giving me any steady look
2: and that is my promise to everyone
0: yeah Yeah. and that is my promise to everyone that you will never feel as a woman, as a man you're never gonna feel unsafe about this physical harassment that's right. Beautiful. that is amazing uh, like even uh, I'm working for this news channel in uh, Noida and I'm staying in Gurgaon so sometimes I have to you know travel uh, through my metro and I, I uh, come back late at night uh, the days so when I see in metro people are staring <laughs> I am completely you know I'm not wearing something I'm in my official uh, dress still people do give you a look That look is very new to me because I come from an environment where people absolutely have no, no bothering about what you're wearing, where you are coming from. They're like, uh, are you okay? Are you fine? That is it. Nobody cares about all these things. So, you know, uh, this is very again the image of northeast how they have set in their mind is very different to how northeast actually is now coming to the end uh, abhishek Depeka, this is last question which i would love to ask you is that tell us about your staying in northeast and how it has shaped you as an individual
2: right uh, so i don't know where to start on this because there is so much uh, that I Like personally speaking, uh, I have seen myself as a human being grow um, in this and a lot of credit goes to uh, Northeast. As they say, like we always uh, have heard this from a lot of people and we always say that there's something in the air over here, uh, which I feel for for me personally, Northeast has made me very compassionate um, and very community driven, which lacks a lot uh in in the cities uh, the city life that this digital uh, life that we are living in um i feel i'm much more myself in northeast and uh, the whole idea of uh, a community living together in northeast is uh, is celebrated so much and is so infused in their lifestyle that somewhere down the line you become a part of it and you feel that uh, living a life uh, which is meant uh, for everyone around is so much better it's it's so calming um you know there is less stress uh, when you're less uh, self centered and of course it has made me uh, very very like uh, i used to think i'm very open minded but i think coming to northeast has made me a lot more like it's made me accepting of uh, different scenarios where Uh, you can call it a discomfort for some people but for me now it's become like exploration Uh, even with the as like you know I come from north uh, the food over here is so different for me it is not like a like an issue it is more like uh, to explore that side of my palate and over the years I have um, uh, yeah I guess over and over it's It's somewhere where I can take my mind and be peaceful about the life that I'm living and be grateful of the place that I'm living in with the community that I'm living in. So that has uh, precisely uh, changed my perspective and like uh, grown me into, I feel, a better human being, uh, which Northeast has.
1: Very similar for me. I have uh, actually found myself really enjoying the community driven aspect in the Northeast and uh, that has changed my perspective about how people help people around here. You know it's very different uh, back in the cities and um, over here I feel like I have a bigger family who is more well connected and you know each of us are there for each other over here. So uh, secondly I feel like uh, uh, I feel more safer so I've become more confident as a person uh whereas you know when i was in delhi or others uh, in maharashtra and any other parts of the country it was a little my parents were always worried they were constantly calling me over here you know for, for some reason they know i'm safe and they know that if there's anything that happens there's always a family back here to you know help me out mm-hmm. so in that sense i've become more independent and uh, yeah seeing the hospitality learning from the locals uh Uh, how to welcome people, the warmness of uh, everyone, every individual we've met in the Northeast, it has also made me a more uh, kind and uh, compassionate person. So overall, I think shifting to the Northeast has actually done... Uh, good to like both of us and that's what we actually want to imbibe in our um, company you know the same traits and uh, that's what I think we've experienced that with the different people who've come and traveled with us they've also experienced how they everyone's a changed person after getting back basically mm-hmm. yeah and in that regard you Some know good. yeah yeah <laughs>
2: I mean, I guess uh, what, what we believe is there is uh, no uh, sort of, you might find difficulty connecting with network over here, but Mm. you make real connections uh, over here in the Northeast, which we felt.
3: Definitely. In that regard. Mm
1: yeah in that regard you know there's uh so there was this uh, there's this place in Arunachal it's called Santi Valley okay. uh I had lived there before uh the pandemic and yeah. we were working very closely with the locals to help promote and keep make that uh, village as a model for sustainable tourism okay. um it was uh supposed to be in collaboration with the government and then the pandemic hit so this year again you know the locals took it on themselves because of all the efforts that were made previously and they were so encouraged that they actually in fact themselves have uh, you know taken up the stand to work on the waste management uh, which is also being uh they're being held by northeast waste collective over there mm-hmm. and also work on uh bringing people and seeing the village and seeing their traditions and culture in a way where they can just not just come and live there but also learn so uh, we've organized some workshops. Um, they've invited people for their Losar, Losar celebration this yeah. uh, Tibetan New Year. So this year in March, they are... Yeah,
2: which is happening now, like in a few days. Yeah, the
1: Holy okay. Weekend. They're trying to, you know, get... We are trying to help them. They, they asked us if we could help them, you know, get people and see how uh, they live and see how they you know what their tradition and culture is so that's mm. something
2: yeah learn through workshops about yeah. cooking and about like you know people mm. do their local uh, uh, hand printing of prayer flags and take it and there's a way of mm. the traditional way of paper making so as we mentioned like it's it's mm. it's something where uh, you know when she also went it's there beautiful. And yeah. she learned a way of uh, how to live, uh, as we mentioned sustainably so that's mm-hmm. that's the thing that we've uh, we are trying to because our base is in Guwahati. Uh, mm. we we hardly stay over here we pay the bills though but uh, we mm. we we are trying to get that uh, sort of uh, simple living and sustainable living over here in a city as well which you can do uh, okay mm.
0: yeah so It's you know, thank you so much for having this long discussion with me, and I'm so so happy uh, to see you both because I don't generally come across as I said, um, uh, people who want to invest their time and energy, Um, and the kind of free spirited soul you both are. It is so amazing to see a startup like this. It's very interesting the whole idea, the whole concept, and the projects, uh, Deepika was, was talking about it's so exciting yes. to know uh, you guys are working on a very uh, root level from root level to a sustainable uh, garbage thing to a lot of things so thank you so much for actually doing this in northeast firstly and on behalf of northeast i'll take this privilege on myself to thank <laughs> you people and, uh, and i'm I'm super sure that you guys w- will have a great growth uh, in the upcoming years and days and um, I would love to connect with you in whatever a project you feel like, and just count me in, okay? Whenever there sure. is any requirement, sure, we
2: are making because... a note of that. Right
0: <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Deepika and Abhishek, for taking out thank this you. time for us. So this is it for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in and stay tuned with us for the upcoming episodes. I hope you are liking our content and wanting to know more about Northeast and its people. Thank you so much.